You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 19, Weight Loss and Self-Esteem, Your Self-Image and Your Self-Esteem and How They Affect Everything. Welcome back. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and Author, Cookie Rosenblum. Thanks for joining me again for another coaching session today. I want to talk to you about something really basic that affects just about every area of your life, including your eating and your weight. So get comfortable and we'll get started. And don't forget to listen to the last minute or so where I'll share how to make sure you get a free copy of my book. So let's begin our coaching for today. Today we're talking about your self-image and your self-esteem. We're going to talk a little bit about what they are, how they're created, and how and why we maintain them, even when they may not feel so good. I also want to talk about whether or not you have any say in your self-image and your self-esteem, and I think you can probably guess my opinion on this before we even get started on this topic. So here we go. Let's first get clear on what your self-image really is, since it quietly rules just about your whole life. It's how you see yourself in your life and how you see yourself in the world. And your life might include things like what you think about your physical body, what you think about your roles with other people, your social roles, what you think about your personal qualities and the way that you would describe yourself. And in the world, what kind of human being are you? What kind of spiritual being are you? Well, what about your self-esteem? This is about the extent to which you approve or disapprove of yourself and also how you value yourself. Now, your self-image can be positive or negative, and your self-esteem comes from your self-image, right? Because how you see yourself determines how you think about yourself in general and how you feel about yourself. Your self-esteem can be high or it can be low. So what roles do your self-image and your self-esteem play in your life? They're what determine your level of confidence in everything, whether you accept yourself or not, whether you care what others think about you and to what degree you care, and even the general level of optimism you have. So both of these labels about you, they both determine how you live your life. And that includes how you eat, how you move, how you take care of yourself, how you handle money, how you relate to other people, how you do your work, whether you move towards success or whether you stay stuck in failure in any area of your life. Pretty powerful concepts. Where do they come from? They come from your parents, your teachers. They come from early experiences. They're messages that you've received from your early contacts, your caregivers. Messages about you, about your body, about what you're capable of and what you're not capable of. Those messages label you. And when you're young, you just don't know any better. You assume that all the messages you get are the truth. And so you adopt them as if they were officially handed down to you for a reason. 
Well, they were handed down to you, but not for the reason you think. Not because they were true, just because of the mindsets and the personalities and the experiences of these early influencers in your life. And it's just because that's what they believed, that they gave these labels to you and you adopted them as true. And that's where the trouble begins for a lot of us. So now as an adult, you have this faulty wiring that's essentially your operating system for how you look at yourself, your life, and how you fit into the world. And you don't question it. You use it as your guidance for your life. A lot of women come to me and they feel very defeated. They want to do new things. They want to eat in a different way. They want to treat themselves differently, but they can't because they come up against their old labels, which are now a really deep part of them. These labels have created their self-esteem and their self-image, and they think this is just who they are. And nothing could be further from the truth. These are just old, deep beliefs. And if you remember when we talked about what a belief is, it's just a thought that you think over and over until it just feels like a part of you. And you see yourself through the dark screen of these beliefs. You try to make changes, but you run into your beliefs and you think you don't have a choice because you think they're true. Your beliefs create your feelings. They create your moods. And from the way you feel, that's how you make choices. That's how you make decisions. That's how you take actions. Now, this includes all areas of your life, including how you eat, think, move, everything. Your low self-esteem is painful. Your negative self-image is also painful, but it's comfortable because it's all you know, and you think it's unchangeable, and you use it to define yourself. Now, your body image is also a part of your self-image. It's not only what you think you look like or how you think others see you, but it's also what you think and feel and do related to your physical world. If you think well of yourself, you want to take care of your body. You want to feed yourself well. You want to figure out what you need and take care of it. If you don't think well of yourself, you may tend to try to do what's right for you, but you may give up really easily and do what's fastest and easiest. And this is not necessarily in your favor. You may not give yourself the gift of well-prepared food. Maybe you don't take the time to prep your food. You might grab whatever's easy. You may not make well-thought-out choices. And mainly, this is because you may not believe you're worth it. Ouch, I know it hurts to hear those words, but secretly, that's what a lot of us believe. We're just not worth it. And if you do manage to do any of these nice things for yourself without that inherent, internal, high self-esteem to back it up, it's going to feel like a struggle for you every day. So you get this very old message about your worth when you're really young, and then you cement it in your mind 
And then you keep adding to it as you grow up. And most of the messages you add to it are in alignment with what you were given as a child. So if you're doing things and living your life, and if you're eating in a way that's creating results you don't like, it's really time to take a look at your self-image because that's what's determined how you see yourself, how you do or don't value yourself. If you want to change how you eat to change what you weigh, one of the things you want to take a look at is how you view yourself and make some adjustments. Now, this sounds like a big job, I know, but this is really, really good news. You know, science used to tell us that our brains were fixed and unchangeable at probably about age five. Now we know that our brains could change at any age. There's neuroplasticity. Old pathways can be pruned away from disuse and new ones can be created. So you can raise your self-esteem and you can change your self-image by changing your thoughts about yourself. You need to decide how you'd like to view yourself and start practicing. Take a look at your most common go-to thoughts because your most common actions come from those thoughts. Maybe thoughts like, I just can't do that, or I'm just not smart enough, or I'm not good at that. They sound so innocent, but they're not. Now, the first step is going to be catching yourself and hearing what you say when you talk to yourself. Just notice it. And then begin to dispute those thoughts. You'll have to look for evidence for new thoughts so they're believable and they could stick around. But that evidence is there. You just have not been focusing on it. These old labels and descriptors of you are going to come up over and over again. Don't let that upset you. It's only because you've practiced seeing yourself this way for a really long time. And these old thoughts about you, they can create some pretty bad feelings. I'm sure you know what I mean. If you think that you're not smart enough to make big changes, or there must be something wrong with you, these thoughts can create some pretty bad emotions. They feel real. And they are real. But the stories, those negative stories you've been telling yourself for so long, that's what's not real. They're just old, unhelpful stories you got from the adults in your past. So I want you to take a good look at your critical thoughts about yourself. I want you to just very slowly take tiny steps to stop reinforcing them and stop believing those thoughts. Talk to yourself, even when no one knows what you're thinking, as if you were talking to a dear friend. Because I know you'd never let anyone talk trash about your dear friend, would you? Probably not. I want you to deliberately turn your focus on what you like about yourself. And this is not one of those games that we play in kindergarten where we go around in a circle and tell each other what we like about the next person. This is real because this really helps shift your focus from what's wrong with you to what's right with you. And I know that there are some of you saying nothing 
There's nothing I like about myself. It's just that that's what you've been thinking for a very long time. I promise you, there are many things about you that are likable. Everyone can find some things that they like about themselves, no matter how tiny they are. I want you to set some goals for yourself in any area that are tiny and reachable. And I want you to notice when you reach them and give yourself some really major pats on the back. I want you to reward that part of you that's breaking out of your shell of the labels that someone gave you that you didn't deserve and you didn't ask for. I also want you to stop comparing yourself because life is not a contest with only one first place winner. It's a journey for all of us, all of us going at different paces, all of us with different strengths and different weaknesses that get us all through our journey. Focus on you. I want you to decide today that you can view yourself however you wish. Your old image of yourself, we're done with that. Start doing small things that will give you the evidence you're looking for that you're okay. In fact, you're way better than okay. Your self-esteem is not etched in stone. Your self-image is not etched in stone. You can rewrite your story and start a new story. All it takes is a decision. I hope that you stop living through someone else's random image of you and start trying to imagine how you'd like your life to be. And that will help you see how you could take care of your body in a new way and everything else. In my book, there are several exercises that will help you do this. And that's why I want to encourage you, if you haven't done so already, to sign up in the show notes. This book will help you see the ways you've been making this journey harder than it needs to be. And will show you new ways of looking at yourself, your life, your goals, and yes, even your weight. Now that's all for today on self-image. Today's podcast was short and sweet, and I hope that you're getting something out of it. We're going to come back to self-image and self-esteem several times. There will definitely be more to come. So keep listening. And write to me if you have questions you'd like me to talk about on the podcast, or write personal questions, if you like, that I will answer directly to you through email. This is your coach, Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, please remember to keep it real, just like you.